All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare podcast. This is episode 43, recorded October 28th, 2021. Happy Halloween weekend. Yeah, the Halloween edition, I would call it, right? Yep. Uh, Wow, episode 43, man, we are moving right along, huh? Yeah getting really hard to start thinking of uh, top five lists <laughs> right i know i threw one out and hoped it would that stick to the hole that list. was a good one yeah all right all right okay so let's start with um some horror news new movie black friday starring devin shaw shawa sawa and bruce campbell is <laughs> going to be on netflix Looks good. Yes. Uh, Here's the summary of it. On Thanksgiving night, a group of disgruntled toy store employees beleagueredly uh, arrive for work uh, to open a store at midnight for the busiest shopping day of the year. Meanwhile, an alien parasite crashes to Earth on a meteor, and this group of misfits led by store manager Jonathan Bruce Campbell, (laughs) longtime employee Ken Devin Sawa, soon find themselves battling against the horrors of holiday shoppers who have been turned into monsters, creatures, hell-bent on murderous rampage on Black Friday. When's that coming out? Sounds just like regular people. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, I didn't see the release date. I just saw the trailer pop up this week. So yeah, I threw it on uh, the, the uh, Facebook page when I saw it. I assume it's coming out next month at some point. I would think so, yeah. It makes sense for around the Thanksgiving time, right? Yeah. Uh, and actually, we brought this up a couple uh, episodes ago. Two episodes ago, I brought this up that there was going to be a new horror movie uh, starring um, Bruce Campbell and and Devin Sawa, which Devin is from things like, uh, what was that, um, Idle Hands. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was that? Who's in another horror movie? Uh, hold on. I, I, I think I have it here somewhere. Uh, oh, he was in uh, Final Destination. He okay. Was, he, was, yeah. he was in... Um, I know that cat. Yeah, I mean he's he, he's pretty good. I mean I haven't seen a lot of stuff recently, but recently. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of those uh, guys who were in, like in uh, you know the the teenagers in a bunch of nineties mo- movies kind of disappeared. Yeah, like yeah. Jason Biggs. You don't see him in anything anymore. No, you don't, do you? Right? Yeah. I don't. I wonder why it would happen to him. Like he, I think he probably wound up. Uh, he, he was in a couple things, maybe. Right? Yeah. Recently, yeah. like some weird... He was in uh, Orange is the New Black or whatever. Oh, was he? Yeah. I never watched that, so... <laughs> um, Shudder has acquired a stylish vampire movie called Dead and Beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. I got the trailer for that, which I'll post on our website and also on the uh, Facebook feed. Uh, the summary of this movie is, in, a dead and, in Dead and Beautiful, five rich, spoiled Asian 20-somethings um, are suffering from upper class, um, I don't know what that word is, E-N-N-U-I. N-U-I? N-U-I, yeah. Uh, unsure how to spend their days, so, um, so little is expected from them. In search of excitement, the five friends from The Circle, um, a group where they take turns uh, designing new, unique, extravagant experiences for the others, 
Um, but things go wrong when their privileged urbanites awaken after a night out to find that they have developed vampire fangs and an unquenchable thirst for human flesh and blood. And hmm. they are ready for adventure at any price. Seems interesting. I think it's a foreign film because it had a lot of Japanese people in it. But Shudder has acquired it. It's going to be on Shudder next month. Cool. Um, That's and, interesting. And apparently it's, uh, it's a, it did well in some of the... Um, um, you know the uh, the the circles of uh, movie um, um, competitions and whatnot, right? Um, <coughs> uh, I made a note here, and I talked to you guys about this before. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Zillow has listed the Nightmare on Elm Street house for sale in Los Angeles, uh, north Northern Hollywood, for two. What was it? Uh, Three point two five million dollars. Uh, it's like 2,300 square foot house, but the cool thing is, like, they even listed it as the Nightmare on Elm Street house in Zillow, which is kind of funny. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I looked at an article about a month ago, and it had all of the the houses like up for sale, like what not up for sale, but what, what their value was. Is. Yeah, yeah. And like they did the Amityville house, and they're all like you know in in these expensive places. You know, nothing's yeah. like. Less than a million dollars in any of these houses. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then you put on the, you know, the, the the horror connected to it, you know, and that just adds value to it, I'm sure. Yeah, my my daughter and I, we did drive up to Pasadena last week and and checked out the uh, the Halloween 1978 Halloween house, which was kind of cool. Oh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that one just sold last year for two. What was it? Two point five million dollars. 2.5. It's a little smaller than the Nightmare on Elm Street house. And actually, if you look at the Zillow listing for the Nightmare on Elm Street house, it's quite beautiful on the inside. 2,700 oh, square foot. Yeah. yeah. My sister lives in uh, North Carolina, and she was at Wilmington Beach uh, last weekend. <laughs> Her son goes to college down there, so she was laying on the beach drinking. It was warm enough. So, apparently, they filmed Halloween Kills down there, yeah. and she said they had Still, some of the like ambulances, cop cars that said Haddonfield Police and stuff. So she took some pictures. Oh, that's nice. cool. Nice. They still had some of that stuff around town, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you did. You guys watch the new Halloween movie? Yes, I Chris did. did. I didn't because <laughs> it got three duties from Chris. Yeah, I I regret going <laughs> to see it. So I I actually spent the the five ninety nine to buy Peacock for for the month and watched it on my couch. Thank God. I went to the theaters and I was so angry. Oh man! Yeah. Like, it, went, it went on one of the sites right away because it was on Peacock. I guess it's easy for him to grab it. Yeah. You know, like Instead I of the cam version. Yeah. This is the way. Like, remember when the when the the previous one came out? We were all like saying, oh, it's going to suck because they've they've all been terrible. It's it's going to yeah. be garbage." And it was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, nice." So this one, I'm like, okay, well, they did a good job with the last one. This, yep. this should be good. And oh, and then man. you're like, what the fuck mess is this? And there, there's going to be a third one? I'm like, do we really need the third one? I probably won't watch it. But. Yeah, I, I definitely am not going to give it one this time around. Like, the, I was giving it benefit of doubt because the last one, like you said, wasn't so bad. And then I just was completely disappointed. Nice cat asshole in the picture there. That's fantastic. <laughs> this guy, he, he wants me to feed him. He's, he's being a dick. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, he stuck his asshole right in the camera. <laughs> uh, um, 
Chapel White, uh, full Stephen King series will be available on video on demand starting this month. I started watching it. Yeah, so Epics, it was on Epics, and you can, if you subscribe yeah. to Epics on um, uh, Amazon Video, you can get it from there. Um, it's set in the 1850s. This comes from uh, a short story called Jerusalem's Lot, which is in the yep. book uh, Night Shift, which had a bunch of great little stories in it. It was a pretty good story, and I was, uh, I'm was i hoping that this is a pretty good show. I'd like to see it, but I don't know that I want to subscribe to Epics to get it. Um, uh, you can You can watch it on yeah, Craig, when you said you started watching it, you, you made it kind of like, uh, you're not digging it or? I am. I am. I just, uh, it's a, it's a little slow moving. Okay. Well, I mean. But I made it like, I only made it like two or three in and then I got caught up in other stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to jump back on it. Gotcha. Well, turning a short story into a full series is kind of a, might be a bit of a stretch, I would say. Um, but. The girl uh, from Shit's Creek is in it. What was her name? Sam. Yeah, Adrian Brody is in it, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I dig him. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some. But the acting's kind of eh. It's, that's why I was like, yeah. sort of. But but I mean, the story's it's it's interesting. Yeah. So the the summary of this one is really set in the 1850s. A series follows Captain Charles Boone, which is Adrian Brody, who yep. relocates his family and three children to an ancestral home in the small, seemingly sleepy town of Preacher's Corner, Maine, after his wife dies at sea. However, Charles will soon have to confront um, his secrets of his family's sordid history and fight to the end darkness that has plagued the boons for generations. Hmm. Um, Army of the Dead 2 is going to begin filming uh, Zack Snyder's sequel to Army of the Dead on Netflix. Uh, I didn't see the first one. Yeah, the, the, title, the title of this one is going to be called Planet of the Dead. Hmm. I thought I heard too that there's like a, a prequel or something that goes along with that, and it's all about the um, the, the thief. Yeah, my understanding is there's like a short story prequel, like a, okay. a small video or something like that. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I have seen some people talking about it, and I tried looking for it and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I think I just saw that this week. I mean, saw that it was uh, out there or coming out. Yeah, yeah. Um, a Quiet Place is going to be a video game. Coming from really? Saber Interactive, yeah. Quiet Place video game will let fans experience the tension of the films uh, with a level of immersion that they have not felt before. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah, so this should be interesting. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, It'd probably make a good virtual reality game. Uh, yeah, I think. Is that what it is? Because it says it's this uh, Saber Interaction with, partnered with Epitome. Uh I don't know. It doesn't say that it's going to be that, but that that would kind of be cool, actually, if it were yeah. that. Yeah. Scare the crap out of you. The only problem with the virtual reality games is if you want to buy like one of those, you know, virtual reality headsets, you have to have a fucking Facebook account because you have yeah. to log into Facebook to use it. And, yeah. And it's crap. Um, I have a Facebook account, but it's not a legit one because I fucking hate Facebook. Meta, Meta, they changed their name now. It's Meta, Meta. Yeah, Meta. Someone needs to reboot the Zuckbot because he's a fucking <laughs> retard. <laughs> Meta. Um, Mr. Harrigan's phone is going to be a new Netflix, neck, <laughs> Netflix? Netflix film based on Stephen King's short story. Um, huh. This is reported on that. Deadline. I have the link to the story on our website, and we'll we'll post that on the Facebook. But um, Mr. Harrigan's Phone is one of four short stories, once again, in a collection of novellas called If It Bleeds by Stephen King. 
Uh, it centers around Craig, a young boy living in a small town where he befriends an older, reclusive billionaire, Mr. Harrigan. Uh, the two form a bond over books and an iPhone, but when the man passes away, the boy discovers that not everything dead is gone and finds himself able to communicate with his friends from the grave through the iPhone that was buried with him. Interesting. Yes. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for the new Evil Dead Welcome to Raccoon City vi- uh, movie that's coming out. Apparently, this is a full reboot of the Evil Dead series. Not like Resident they needed Evil. it. Yeah. Resident Evil, you mean? Yeah, Resident Evil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't I not yeah, say I Resident Evil? Like Evil Dead, huh? What did I say? You know, Resident Evil. Evil yeah. Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. I did see the trailer. It looked pretty good. It kind of reminded me of like the very first video game. I think they're trying to be more like the video game than the adaptations that they've done before. Now, Resident Evil in the past, how many how many movies did they have? Like, isn't it like six or seven fucking movies or something? A lot. Like that? Yeah. So they're they're like wiping the slate some clean of them and rebooting like, it. Some were live action. Some were animated too, right? Yeah. 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 Um. Little summary here of that. Once the uh, booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation, Raccoon City is now a dying midwestern town. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland with a great evil brewing below the surface. And when the evils unleash, the townspeople are forever changed, and a small group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind the umbrella and make it through the night. Nice. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer of those uh, those dogs that scared the crap out of me uh, in the the video game the first time I played it. They were like prowling around, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's them dogs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another uh, Joe Hill TV series, Lock and Key. I don't know if you watched the first season on Netflix, but I Lock did. and Key season two is now online. It's pretty good. Is, that was that trailer you uh, you posted, right? Which one was that? Like yes, it, like it it started out like looking like it was like a like a horror movie, and then it like switched to like maybe I'm thinking. No. I don't. No? Th- I don't. I don't think I posted a lock and key trailer. I posted. I'm trying to think of what I posted. What did I post? Mm. Black Friday. I posted. I posted uh, Night Teeth, uh, the splattering, which was kind of a yeah, com- splattering. Yeah, I, I, comedy I horror. That, uh, maybe it was a commercial for Lock and Key that was might have uh, been. Might have been. Yeah, maybe that's what no, it was. No, Lock and Key sort of a fantasy horror type. Yeah. I think I remember you guys talking about it the first season, and you said yeah, it was really good. good. It gave it's me a great amount of anxiety, and I imagine that season two will give me a, a similar amount of anxiety. Yeah. Um, the uh, trailer for uh, the Black Phone looked really, really, really good. Yes. Yeah, that looks yes, that looks really, really good. I like that one. Um, yeah, we talked pretty, about that a little bit, but they didn't have the trailer out yet. I yeah, now the trailer's out, yeah. Uh, really and we have The Splattering, which is another horror movie, survival movie that's coming out on Netflix, and also uh, Sandman, which I did post a trailer for that, which is an adaptation of the uh, Sandman from DC Comics, Dark Horse Comics. Uh, um, and I forget what story they're adap- adapting, but Sandman, to me, was always a great kind of scary horror comic. Uh, and I'm kind of looking forward to see what uh, Netflix does with it. Well, let's go on Netflix. Yeah, say. I don't think I looked at that trailer yet. I'll that's one that, that one. should go. Uh, that's one that should go right to. Uh, 
to uh, HBO Max. So, speaking of HBO Max, possibly. Um, well, that's part of Marvel. No, no. Uh, Marvel, uh, HBO Max is DC, so you would think that it would have gone there, but it's it's on yeah. Netflix. Netflix signed a deal with them, uh, but uh, you you heard about the deal going on with Warner and uh, Discovery, so AT and T is going to be selling off the Warner part of the company, uh, Warner Media, over to Discovery, uh, and they're going really? to they're going to rebrand. They're talking about rebranding HBO Max into Warner Max, and it will have all of the Warner property media on it. Huh. Warner Max. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's good, because AT&T is a shitty company, and I feel like shit giving them my money to, to have HBO Max, uh, but uh, I won't feel so bad anymore once they sell to Discovery. <laughs> 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 all right, that's all I got for news. Uh, you guys have anything? Uh, just some stuff, you know, that I, I watched over the last, uh, like month. I mean, like Craig and I were talking about, uh, Midnight Mass. Uh, that, that's a pretty good series done by, uh, Mike Flanagan, the guy who did, um, Haunting was, a Hill House. Yeah. Haunting right? a Hill House and the Haunting yeah. of Bly Manor. Um, it's, it's got that same kind of sure. slow burn kind of eerie, uh, definitely deals a lot with, um, religion in this one. It's kind of funny. Like I was raised in the Catholic church. And I was sitting watching an episode, and, and my daughter goes, and I was like, Dad, are you watching church on TV? And I was like, no, it's uh, it's this uh, Midnight Mass show. It really revolves a lot around the church, but it's, yeah. it's really good. Nothing like religious horror. So, yeah, yeah no, he hit, uh, he hit pretty good with this one. Like, yeah. Blind Manor, I thought, was garbage. Yeah, but why did I finish it? Because you guys said how bad it was. Well, that's the thing. Mike Flanagan does some great shit. He makes a lot of great movies. Just look at Dr. Sleep. he has, Sleep. you know, the same actors that he uses, too. He used a lot of the same actors Yeah. that he does. You know, the girl that did uh, Gerald's Game. And, uh, well, she was also in uh, The Haunting of Hill House. And, and in Blind Manor, too. Funny. I think that, that girl yeah. who plays, like, the, the main girl in, in is his wife. Yeah, yeah. I forget what her name is, but yeah, she's uh, she's been in a bunch of his stuff. Is it like Rebecca Flanagan or something like that? I don't, yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, also, we t- we d- touched briefly on the the shitty uh, Halloween Kills uh, movie, and I also watched the uh, the latest Purge, uh, the Forever Purge. That was uh, that was a good flick. I, I dug it. Interesting. Yeah, and and uh, did you guys watch the uh, Eli Roth uh, shows? I've been watching that. Yeah, it's been the the most recent I, one. Was, uh, yeah, not as like good as last season. The psychic one was like kind of meh, but this uh, this last one was uh, was was pretty good. Um, uh, it was like Armageddon, like the end, yeah. you know, end world yeah. kind of horrors. Yeah. But yeah, the other ones that that are out right now are the movies that made us. Have you yeah. watched any of those? Yeah, yet? those were awesome. I loved yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually just started watching the Alien one last night, and I started getting tired, so I only watched like halfway through. Uh, sorry, not Alien, Aliens. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the the Halloween one was really good, and uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street one was really good. The Halloween one was uh, good, too, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that's that's it for me. Those are just some, some, some of the things I've been up to since Excellent. it's hot, hot. Excellent. Yeah, I watched uh, Night Teeth, which I posted a trailer for that up on Facebook, which... It was a pretty good movie. It's an interesting spin on uh, vampire movies, something different, something you haven't seen before, and I liked it. 
It was like a mix between like L.A. vampire gangs versus uh, uh, human gangs and their different territories in the Los Angeles area. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting. I also uh, wrapped up the brand new cherry flavor. If you guys haven't, oh, yeah, that. it's a great movie. It looks pretty really good. good. Really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that one. It's uh, Netflix, right? Yep. Yep. And that's that's horror or like horror esque. Yeah. 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 It is. Any been playing any games? <laughs> no, there hasn't been anything. Actually, I finished Layers of Fear too. Um, Was it good? Not, not as good as the first one, but yeah. yeah. I think I can't find my fucking top five list. Hold on a minute. All right. Uh, we're going to go to our top five list. This week, it is, uh, this month, it is the top five movies with dolls or puppets. Um, and this, uh, this week, the order will be Chris, Craig, Sal. And while you guys are talking, I got to find my list. <laughs> you say you could change the order too until you find your list, but that that worked out that order. Okay, so so this one talk real slow, eh? <laughs> so this one, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> anyway, so um, this one, I realized as I put this list together, James Wan makes a lot of movies with dolls in them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and as I'm like going through my list here, I'm like, wow, it's a lot of James Wan movies. Um, so my number five is Saw. And even though the the doll slash puppet in it isn't really the the, no, it the is. protagonist in it, like he he plays a pretty key role, right? Like that creepy little doll with the tap shoes on. For sure. Um, he's in like every one. Yep. Uh, so that's my number five. I think that I think his name is Billy. Isn't it? Billy, yes, and there's uh, something to that too that I'll touch on in, in okay. a bit. Uh, yeah. Number four is Annabelle Creation. Okay, um, so you're uh, specific with with. Okay. Yeah, because the, there was like three of them, and there's also all the Conjuring movies, but uh, I went specifically with this one. No, uh, I, I agree. Uh, I liked how they went back to like where where it kind of started, like you know where how the doll was made. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a pretty creepy movie. Like they they do a pretty good job creeping they all, you. Yeah, they all were. I think they were good. Um, <laughs> number three is the boy. Um, <laughs> thought it was a great concept. Blew my mind at the end of that movie. Like I the whole movie, I was like, really? It's like it's got to be like a possessed doll or some shit like that. Oh, you know? I know. Like, it was that was a twist at the end, right? For sure. And it was a creepy twist too. Like you like it was very I fucked think, up. Did I, I did I have that on my list for movies with? Twist endings, I think. I might, might, might have. Yeah. It ends up just being their fucked up son, like hiding in the walls and Part shit. Part two smells like manure. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't even, like, I was like, how do you make a sequel to that? Like, you, you like, don't. Yeah, right. Like, how do you bother? Like, I was like, I, I don't get it. Like, how do you. It was terrible. Uh, number two for me is Dead Silence. Okay. Uh, yep. Another James Wan. And Love that one. The funny thing is, is the, the, the main doll in that's named Billy. Okay. It's, um, the two the two dolls in um, Dead Silence and Saul were kind of modeled after each other, um, and that's why they're both named Billy. Gotcha. Nice. And cool. then uh, I think we've talked we talked about Dead Silence, right? Like I, I think that's been oh, yeah. in other ones. Oh yeah, it's, it pops up in a lot of my list because. Yeah. And then mm. number one is, is Child's Play. Um, just you know, it was at the time it came out, like. Yep. Now you kind of think about how the physics of that whole thing works, but uh, it was a, it was a great slasher when it came out. It was something different, and uh, you know, 
I remember that one scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, like it was pretty brutal. You you wouldn't yeah. think you're making it a hard. I mean, it was a slasher movie, but like it's got a doll in it. How bad could it be? Yep, it, it was pretty pretty gruesome. Uh, two honorable mentions: uh, Puppet Master, um, the original. I I think I don't, I don't think I've ever watched any of the other in the series. Yeah, I haven't. There's probably like just a dozen. Just, of just them. the original one, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a great movie, great concept. I enjoyed all the different like puppets that he had, and uh, it was it was cool. And then I also liked the the Child's Play remake. I thought that was a great like uh, great way to like bring. I didn't it back. see that one yet. No, it, it's it's good. Um, Is that they, the one that like they have an app on their phone and you yeah. sort of. Okay. Yeah, they sort of updated it. Yeah, so they they went completely away from the uh, the original that the doll became possessed by by a um, voodoo satanic yeah, killer. Yeah. Yeah. and this is more <laughs> like a, a a computer bug, like yeah. a glitch. You got to remember that the original Child Play came out during the whole satanic panic time, and that's when they they had yeah. you know the whole like yeah. fucking satanism in almost every horror movie back then. Uh yeah, Satan. Yeah, it was a big topic corner. on like. Geraldo and Sally Jesse Raphael, right? <laughs> right, right. Satanism is your kid practicing. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I remember we had some freaks in our neighborhood, <laughs> like when you'd go trick or treat and they would put those little tracks in your, like, you know, in your, instead of candy, they'd give you the, those Bible tracks and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they Dude, were trying to save your soul. They still hand that shit out. Celebrating <laughs> the devil's holiday. Right. So, just give me some candy. Damn it. <laughs> that That's it for my list. Nice. Okay. Nice list. Thanks. All right, my number five, I went with the boy. Nice. Uh, number four, <laughs> number four, I went with child play. Nice, nice. nice. Uh, number three, I was on the fence with this one, but I felt that it was in the movie enough. And it sort of, it, it definitely, uh, I went with Poltergeist for the clown. Oh, yeah, the oh, clown. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because they showed it early in the movie, right? And it's Mm -hmm. like sitting on the chair, and you're like, oh, man, that thing's... And and I I was like, that thing's going to do something stupid. Dude, that thing made me afraid of clowns for years. I was already afraid of clowns. That made it worse. (laughs) Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Maybe I blacked it out because I, you know, was trying to not relive that childhood trauma. No, I know. I, like, went to bed that night, and I was like, I didn't even have the clown, but I was like, because it went under the bed, and that was like, that's what did it for me, right? Oh, yeah, that was real creepy. I was like under the bed. The clown's under my bed. Can't sleep. Uh, yeah. me. Can't sleep. Clowns will eat me. Uh, number two, I went with Annabelle. Nice. I'll go just the 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 whole shoot match with that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, number one, I went with Dead Silence. Hey. Number one. Nice. Number one. And then I had uh, some honorable mentions: trilogy of terror. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that one with the Zuni fetish doll. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I don't recall that one. Yep. And, was that, uh, what was it like an 80s one? Or? Karen Black. What was that her name? Karen Black. Yeah, she That's was right. In that movie. Karen Black, right? She uh, she was in a lot of Rob Zombie movies, too, until she died. Yes. And I watched one. It was weird with her in it the other night. It was like on Turner Classic Movies. What the heck was it called? I don't know. But uh, Betty Davis was in it. I was like, oh, wow. Karen Black. That's weird. Yeah, like she just, must have been pretty young then, huh? She was very young. But it was it was interesting. Anyway, it was it was bad. But like I said, it was on like late at night, and I was going to bed, and I watched on Turner Classic. But anyhow, and uh, the other one I had was Taurus Trap. I guess you can just consider yeah. the mannequin sort of. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Dummy yeah. dolls. Whatever. Yeah. I would go. I would go with that. 
Did you watch that one yet, Chris? I don't think that's uh, you have that's, to watch. that's from a couple yeah. years ago, right? Like, oh, no, like, that's no, that's it's an 70s. old one. Yeah, that's an oh, old one. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what I I, I don't know it then. Tourist Trap. Definitely, right. definitely worth seeing though. It's quite quite a good movie. Yep. Actually, you had it on a couple different lists, right? I, I remember you brought I it have, on a couple. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. So we've probably had this conversation before then. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And should yeah, yeah and, and Eli Ross should have talked about that movie with the, the remember the psychic power. Yeah, you know what? Now you say that he did, and I did. Oh, think did it, he? I, I believe you're right. Yeah, I think he did. I don't yeah. remember. I said if he did, yeah, if he didn't, he should have. No, I'm almost positive he did. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh yeah, no, you have to watch it for sure. Did you find your list? Or yeah, you I did find my list, but I wanted to Google something because I'm getting old and I forget things. Um, <laughs> all right, so my number five. Now, this one I know I talked to you guys about back in 2018 because my therapist at the time that I was going to recommended this to me. We used to, we used to talk back and forth about like our favorite horror movies, our favorite metal bands and shit. And he said, you got to check this one out. He, it scared the shit out of him for a long time. And I went and I watched it. Uh, it was on Netflix at the time, and, I, and it it, it was fucking great. So anyway, n- my number five is called Magic from 1978, starring, starring Anthony Hopkins and yeah. Margaret uh, Burgess Meredith. What a fucking amazing movie. And Anthony Hopkins plays the creepiest fucking dude on the face of really? the earth. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is a fan. It's on, it's on, yeah, it's on Netflix right now. It right? Is a, it's yeah, it's a on. fantastic movie. And if it's not on Netflix, I bet you can get it on Amazon because it is a classic. Yeah, it might be on Tubi. I just, I was flipping through and I think I saw it pop up. So. Yeah. yeah. Pretty Mag- creepy, huh? Yeah, magic. I just, saw it a long dude, time ago. Just look up the trailer. Like, and I don't know how I missed it because this was such a great movie. I'm like, there's no way as a kid I didn't watch this, but I swear I didn't. I didn't remember any of it. And when I, I watched I it, I remember watching it. it, but I don't remember it. You know what I mean? That's that's how long ago it was for me. But, yeah, Anthony yeah. Hopkins is like a, a failing ventriloquist. He's losing his job. He's losing his girlfriend. He's losing his apartment. And his Burgess Meredith is his fucking agent. It's just a great, it's a great movie. Oh, get him, kid. Yeah, it's just a fantastic <laughs> movie. Uh, my number four is uh, Child's Play, of course. That one scared the living shit out of me as a kid, and... I even rewatched it with my daughter last year, and I'm, I'm, I think it still holds up pretty good. It it's does like, for sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, real, it's real Brad Dorif, right? Yeah. Yeah, quick because we're talking about Child's Play, and we all have it enlisted. Either of you watched the new series? No. I, I watched the first episode, and they and they have Brad Dorif doing the voice of him again. Really? Um, That's yeah. Awesome. So it's it's actually a pretty cool concept. What's um, the series on, Chris? Um, sci-fi, I think. And I oh, think okay. only had three episodes so far. I watched the first one and I, and I liked it. And supposedely the second episode is good too. Anyway, this kid who collects like, you know, antiques and stuff like that finds the Chucky doll at a, like a, oh, a, a nice. sale or something like that. Um, and he takes it home and it, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. So you guys should check it out. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, my, uh, my number three is uh, Annabelle. Uh, the nice. original one. Um, I, I really like that one. Uh, my uh, number two is Puppet Master, uh, 1989. Love that movie. Uh, I remember uh, watching it, I think. I think it might have been at my aunt's house, and she, like, rented it on VHS. And it's... Yeah, that was always a cool, like, one that always, like, jumped out at you at the video store. Like, yeah. yeah. The cover Just was the awesome. Cover. Like, yeah. All these dolls yeah. were cool. It I wasn't think, a bad movie. It was pretty good. like, a dozen of them, too. Like, I think they, like, had, like, a whole, like, u- like universe almost. Yeah. 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 
and my number one is Dead Silence from 2007, and that's uh, Craig. You and I went to see that, and that was such a fucking great movie. Yep. Yep. I remember. Yeah. Uh, and I got three honorable, uh, three honorable mentions. I got uh, my first honorable mention is Dolls from 1987. Uh, that one was pretty fucking scary. Uh, Demon Toys, again, that's from like the 19, uh, 1999. 90, Demonic Toys, Demonic yeah. Demonic Toys, yeah, 99, yeah. I think it might have been that that came out. Yep. Um, and uh, Trilogy of Terror I threw in there at the end because I almost forgot about that one <laughs> until you brought it up. So fantastic. Yep. Nice but list. Now, the Zuni Fetish Doll. Yeah, that one that one is a classic. Yeah. All right, very good. All right, now let's talk about the movie and this month's movie. Uh, where the hell's my notes here? This month's movie is The Dark and the Wicked. Um, this movie, let's, uh, let me see if I can bring up a quick little, uh, is that from 2020? Is that, is that, that's last year's movie, that's right? That's correct. Or it's like... a 2020. Um, it is a shutter exclusive. Um, and I was looking up this film because I'm like, I, for some reason I remember, uh, I remember like the trailer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can. And from what I from what I read, this movie did not do very well. Four hundred thousand dollars is its uh, international box office. Oh, it was in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it was during uh, November of twenty twenty that it came <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, good luck. It really did very poorly, which is very sad. Um, well, and the um, the slow burn horrors don't. Uh, it's already got the deck stacked against it, you know? Like, exactly, exactly. And then to put it out, like, you know, when there's nothing else, you know, no one's going to the theater, that's, uh, yeah, it's, that, that's kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so let's let's just talk quickly about the a plot overview, right? So uh, Louise and Michael, distant siblings who are brought back to the family farm in Texas where their father's illness, which keeps him bedridden and uncommunicative, uh, cared for by his wife and nurse, worsens. The mother seems disturbed and expresses a desire for the children to leave. At night, she hangs herself in the barn after cutting off her own fingers in the kitchen. And things uh, go yeah. crazy after that. That seems kind of cra- crazy when she's sitting there chopping the like onions and the Listen, carrots. I never get creeped out about that shit. You, you know what was going to happen? And it never bothers me, like when you see people like cut up. But that scene, the for thing, some reason, yeah, you know what bothered I got, me? I got like, like she kept chopping stood up on my arms. Yeah, yeah. she like, kept chopping them. Then, like that, she just kept. Yeah, and that's yeah, what that I was the part. And, and they didn't really show it either. Yeah, you just hear the. And it, I, that, yes. like shit, shit like that never bothers me. But in this movie, I was like, my hair stood up on my yeah. arm. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll tell yeah. you why. Because that movie, like, set like. And, and anxiety in me from the from the jump. Yeah, like, and it was the music, like the music, too, like the soundtrack to that yep. movie. And I think that's what it did it too. Is like just that music in the background. You know, it was like, great music. It was great, like atmosphere. They did a really good job of building. You know, you know something that's gonna like make you feel anxious. And I yeah. felt anxious. There was this, so, like, con- yeah, there was this constantly foreboding anxiety that like would not give up for the whole <laughs> movie. For the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. And so, so that when she did that, like, was just you like letting go some of that anxiety because, like, like, holy shit, 
man, it was yeah. Well, I, I don't get creeped out by that kind of stuff either. Usually, right. But and the thing but is, you, like, and you knew it. Like I said, you knew it was yeah. going to happen. You right. Knew it was going to happen. happen. Knew it was going to happen. But then after it happened, they did go back and yeah. show you her like oh yeah chopping up <laughs> the fingertips Pieces. real fine. Like I'm what the yeah. fuck. Like yeah. And she, yeah, she's just cutting up those pieces that are already off her hand. I'm like, well, you know, what, what, what like, but then, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it to go from that to, you know, them find her in the barn. Like, I was like, what, what yeah. the, and I then, guess we should probably. Right, right. So let's just start off by saying, you know, I didn't know what to expect coming into the movie, right? right? Because I was like, I, I think I remember seeing a trailer. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind of did a quick, like, you know, uh, I, I wonder, like, when did this come out? I looked that up real quick. I looked up uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, right? <laughs> um, which I don't remember even what it's... It got really good viewer, uh, or, like, mediocre viewer response, but really good... Uh, yeah, critics like critic, Critics really loved it. Yeah. Um, um, what was it called? The Dark and the Wicked. Yeah, there you go. So... If I'm just just looking at you know Rotten Tomatoes right now, 91% fresh from from critics, uh, and 62% uh, audience score, which is still pretty good. Yeah, but but you know, and like I said, when I looked at, it, I'm like, wow, it only made four hundred thousand dollars internationally, and I'm like, oh yeah, they actually released it in the fucking theaters in November of 2020, which like, who the fuck would do that? What what? And wasn't it like uh, the guy who was involved in this movie, like was was involved in like two other like decent ones, if, if I remember correctly, from the yeah, and that's why it was like this was going to be a great movie because the what was the guy's name Brian Brian Bertino, yeah, yeah. something like that, yeah, yeah, and and like he he has directed some other great movies. Um, he has done the monster, which got eighty percent of Rotten Tomatoes, and the Black Coat's Daughter, the Strangers, which is the one that everyone was like, yeah, the Strangers, I love that movie, yeah, I can't. Yeah, was pretty good too yeah um but then this came out and the critics were like yeah it's fantastic and then viewers were like eh 62 percent it's not imbd not gave it a like... 6.1 i like using imbd too i don't know if you guys yeah, yeah i usually yeah. between that and rotten tomatoes that was a yeah the 6.1 on IMBD, which is pretty solid for imbd it was a 6.1 yeah so you know just looking at that and then to me the beginning really caught me right there is a, the very beginning i'm like all right i'm in you hooked me i'm in but then after that it was like this very slow burn yeah there were a couple jump scares mm-hmm. and there were a few that got me like uh let's just say you know we're gonna talk spoilers like yeah we're gonna talk spoiler spoilers here so if you if you don't want to get spoiled you know <coughs> pause now go watch the movie come back and hear what we have to say about it the one scene that really got me hard was when the brother was in the barn uh, and there was only oh. the one goat left. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fucking spirit of the mom, like, came out behind him from yeah, the wall. Yeah, I yeah. fucking jumped out of my seat. I was like, what the fuck? I did not expect that at all. <laughs> like, and they yeah. built they built up the tension to that moment. Like, you mm-hmm. knew something was going to happen, and he's got the knife in his hand, and it's like, what the fuck's going to happen? And then when the mom jumps out, I'm like, what the fuck? I, mean, I, I nearly had a heart attack in my seat right there. That was yeah, the one that, that really got me. That happened to me when she was showering and, and uh, her dad was standing yes, there. Yes. And, it, and he was like, like his head was like doing like this. He pissed his pants. Yeah, he's standing yeah, there pissing his pants. Out. Yeah. So, and, and, and the way I see it is like, all right, there were, there were a bunch of nice, you know, little scenes. To me, I, overall, I didn't really care that much for this movie. And let me tell you why. First of all, 
if you really want to be frightened by this movie, you have to believe in a god. Yeah. Like, it's strictly yeah. a Christian horror movie, is, is really right. what it is. And if you're not a Christian and you're an atheist, then, like, it was, it focused way too hard on the religion aspect of it. Or the yeah, lack, I was going to say. Or, or lack, or yeah. Just family. Yeah, and it really comes down to me is, like, it, it's, it's a movie about family. It's well, they were atheists, though. The whole family was atheists, right? They well, no right. So to me, it was it was it was a movie about family, but it was also about um, resentment and grieving and and grieving, right? But there was resentment between the family, like the brother and sister didn't fucking get along very well, uh, and, and then the whole they didn't go back to visit their parents. It didn't sound like they were home very often. Yeah, it was like you know maybe they hated growing up on the farm or whatever, but they were like once they went off and did their own thing, they were done. That was it. Do you think they 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 said? Do you think they made them like with all the resentment and, and hatred in between the? Do you think they sort of point that because they weren't religious? You think they they purposely yeah. made them atheists to say, yeah. you know, they're just it, cold dark people without yeah. religion. Yeah. This, this is an example of a godless family. You know, yeah. that, that's yeah. the way I felt while while watching the movie. And then that priest it, it showed up and started giving her all those uh, those like little like crosses and stuff like that and she had them all like collected in her pocket and, like, right so then all of a sudden she was like talking about spirituality and stuff like that yeah and then and then the you know the the things were like the mom was saying you know i can hear him he says horrible things he comes and he talks and he's he whispers he says horrible things or whatever you know and it's about the devil and devil he, possessing you know yeah. he's here he's coming can't you smell him can't you smell the rot you know, the, the each of the people that come to the house that are, like, possessed, like, you know, the uncle's daughter when she came. Like, it was just, to me, it was yeah, like, that neighbor, The neighbor guy that took care of him, he just, like, uh, all of a sudden, like... Yeah. So, to me, it was just, like, a, a lot of unchained kind of... Her, Possession. Religion. Yeah, just, like, hopped around. And yeah, it was, like, religion yeah. horror imagery is kind of yeah. what it was. Yeah. And it just wasn't... To me, it wasn't coalesced enough. To me, it wasn't... Like, I don't know. I just, I kind of felt a lot of the time, like, looking at my watch going, okay, like, what, what, what's going on now? I, I'm with you. Like I said, okay, you know, like, possessed and it was like. There was some, like, I, I like the, uh, the scene where the, where the brother finally decides he's had enough and goes home. Yeah. And that, that, was, that was what I was trying to figure out, though. Like, like, how, how did the, the, if it, if it's a demon or, or the, yeah. the devil or whatever. Follow him home then, and, yeah, he, and make no, see he, that stuff like they just torture godless families. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, because that, that scene by itself was was depressing and and, and horrid. Like it was yeah. it was just terrible. Like what what you know he, he walked in on and thought he saw, and then decided he couldn't handle it anymore and killed himself just as his wife and daughter show up. You know from getting groceries or whatever. You no, know, the funny thing is it kind of had the same impact on me though of the end of the mist. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. I kind of felt the same way because it was actually it was very shocking to me uh, mm -hmm. because when I saw that scene, I, I was sitting there going, "Oh fuck, is you know his, his family's dead? Oh my god, what the fuck? How how the fuck did the demon like get to them?" Yeah. And then and then he goes and he kills himself, and as he's you know slit his throat and he's laying on the ground dying, it turns out none of that was actually fucking there. And I was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" And then as you see the the mom coming in from the garage. I'm like, oh, fuck. That, yeah, that, that part was, you know, there were a lot of scenes in it that I was like, the, the gore was pretty good. Like when, when the nurse was gouging her fucking eyes out with a pencil. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, that was, was an interesting scene too. I right? like, like she got possessed. Yeah, and she was. That was like that was a killer scene. But didn't you like? And I don't. Maybe I'm crazy, but I thought she like smiled, like because she was religious and a nurse. I think she sort of maybe went went to heaven instead of you know what I mean. She like fought off the possession, and because yeah, like I, I said, I thought she's like sort of smiled. You know, right before she sort of yeah, collapsed yeah. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yep. I, I don't know. Like, she saw God or something. I, I don't know. Well, that was the other thing I was trying to figure out. Like, like so the, the, the father, he was supposedly being, like, tortured by the, the devil? Yeah. Or, or he wanted devil. his soul. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, and he was taking him, taking his sweet-ass time, like, with him. But then with the brother and the sister, he he started working on them like real quick. Like you know, they were only there a couple days, and they were they were going nuts. Yeah, that yeah. that nurse had been sitting there for how who knows how long watching that dude die, and she was fine. Now all Until of a sudden, end, yeah. Now all of a sudden, she like ah, like yeah. I was yeah. like, well, what? But what wasn't there a reason like you had to you had to like love the father or something? Yeah, they did say something about that. No, it's just like, like, like she didn't want like him to die alone or something like that. Like, right, like, right. Yeah, but there was something like that. As long as he was loved, he wouldn't be possessed or something like that. I, I think somebody sort of said something. I think maybe the nurse or, or yeah, I, I think I, she I, said as long as he's loved, like he'll be yeah. okay or something. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I recall you were talking about. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Sal. Like, I, I thought there was a lot of good parts to it, but they didn't seem to flow very well. Exactly, like, exactly. To me, like yeah. I said, it almost was like a, it was almost like a Christian propaganda film. Is kind of the way I felt about it, you know, because all it was was really this, you know, Christian imagery. This fucking, you know, the devil's gonna get you if you're not a good don't person. Watch Midnight Mass, then, Sal. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but th- it's different. It's no, different. I know it's different. It's definitely different. Yeah. It makes you question religion, actually, I think. But yeah, yeah. So it, it's 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 interesting, you know, because you know the the whispering was kind of cool. Like I tried to listen a couple times to hear if I could tell what the whispering was saying. Yeah. Right, because the whispering was like whispering to everyone. It wouldn't whisper to the nurse. The mom heard the whispering. You would hear it whenever the like the shit was going on with the daughter. Um, so I was I think like, it whispered the goat at some point too, because yeah. Well, and then at, at first when, you know, all right, so when they discovered all the dead goats, right? Yeah. And then the, in the evening they go and in the barn there was one goat still alive. Mm-hmm. And the dude, the brother was there with the knife. And I'm like, just stab the fucking goat. Maybe the goat is Satan. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, you know, like like Black Philip. And that's what I was yeah, thinking like at first. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the goat is Satan. That's what's going on here. The goat is Satan. Just kill the fucking goat. <laughs> He's coming out with another movie too, that Edgar's guy. That did the witch? Wasn't that the guy who, who's doing lamb? Is that the guy who's doing lamb? I think so. Yeah. Let me look because uh, the lamb. Let me say I watched a couple. Yeah. Uh, let me see who who directed this one. No, a different guy, uh, Vladimir Johnson. Is that the one with the uh, Nicholas Cage? No, lamb. Lamb is uh, is an Icelandic film. It, oh, okay. It, it it looks a lot like uh, Midsummer, right? Okay, but uh, so that that movie looks really fucking <laughs> scary. It's it's supposed to be like a um, just just like Witch was like a um, a uh, set in uh, set in like old old uh, 
yeah, it's based on like a children. like a wives' tale or something, like an old mm. old uh, mythology, and that's what Lamb is like that too. And and okay, um, th- when I watch it, I'm, when I'm watching the trailer for it, it's just like it's a, it's an eight twenty four picture, of course, uh, and uh, it looks really fucking good. Uh, and and all the trailers have like hardly any speaking in it. But anyway, uh, so back to back to the film that we're reviewing. Uh, so. I watched it. I watched it. I, it was kind of a long film, right? It was like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, I think like an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Hour and 40 yeah. minutes, you know, about an average length, I guess. But, but it felt long because there were so many yeah. moments that kind of like drug on that didn't have to. So many moments that were filled with almost nothingness that didn't have yeah, to be. You got to work like the pacing's tough. Like so, sometimes people can pull it off like a slow movie if, 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 it, you know. And that's it, why, that's why I feel the story was really just shit. Like yes. they they the 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 script was built around, like I said, it's it's a Christian propaganda, and anti Christian you know these Christian um, imagery, um, satanic you know you're gonna go to hell imagery, pieced mm-hmm. together into an hour and forty five minute film that was loosely strung together with a shitty script. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of I kind of agree more with you know the viewers saying you know sixty two percent. That seems about right. Maybe less even, uh, because it really, you know, it like I said, a couple of gory scenes that really shocked me. There was a handful of jump scares. One of them that really fucking got me. Um, but made anxious for uh, for a good chunk of the movie. It definitely. That's the one thing they did really well was the combination of the the music, the combination of the empty spaces of silence. Mm-hmm all kind of coalesced together to make you just feel anxious and uneasy, but with no real payoff. Yeah. yeah. Like, even at the end of the film, it wasn't like there was a sudden release, like, oh, good, all right, it's done. It, it had a shitty, yeah, ang- like, unhappy like, ending. So, oh, it's, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually... Yeah, the father, the father, the father sat up and... Well, the thing that was even the most disturbing of it all is because she's in, she's in the bedroom... The, the the blessed candle goes out. She's sitting yeah. with her dad. She's saying, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to stay here with you. You're not going to die alone, whatever. You hear the brother yelling, like the voice of the brother, like that's the demon taunting her to come right. out there. You hear the voice of the, the girl. You hear, the vo- you, know, you hear different voices, and you see a bit of a shadow. So I'm like, oh, fuck, something's going to come in there and get her. Like, finally, we're going to get some resolution to all this anxiety. And then, No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sucker, and I just I felt like oh fuck, and the movie's over. What? I get no release. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that that's how I felt about the film overall. Like, um, unfortunately, I was sick, so like I, that also made the viewing experience a little yeah. shitty because it was like all head congested. I was on medication and crap, which may have helped. I don't know. Maybe that even helped the level of anxiety that I felt. I'm sure my blood pressure was high because of all the fucking decongestants and shit I've been taking. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if I, you know, giving it a out of out of five stars, three? Yeah. M- maybe two and a half, three? Yeah, I was thinking two and a half, three. I don't know. I was thinking three. Like, I was trying to, th- there was enough in the movie that I enjoyed that, yeah. uh, oh, the, Again, this this the story wasn't the best, but there was enough other stuff going on that uh, I, I enjoyed it enough that a three seems seems good. Yeah, yeah. and then if they if they would have spent a little more time on coalescing that story together, sure. ha- ma- making you feel something for the characters, 
Yeah. Like, I didn't feel anything. Like, no. I, the, the part where the, the brother, you know, slit his throat was shocking, but I didn't really feel anything yeah, for the brother. Yeah, you didn't feel like the mother's real pain for her husband. No, no, no. Even, like, yeah, even for well, the brother. Well, they knocked her off early in the movie, too, so you right. really couldn't grasp yeah. that. But the two main characters, the sister and the brother, they should have developed something. You should have felt something for his death you should have felt well, something yeah but for that's her. the part of the story though too is they, they didn't give a shit about their parents really you know what i mean they're yeah. like so why should you give a shit about them yeah, yeah but, but the thing is lacking that makes those deaths insignificant it doesn't yeah it doesn't give any weight to the story it doesn't give any weight to those deaths Right, yeah. and and that's okay if it's that kind of movie, but it wasn't trying to be that kind of movie. You know, in slasher movies, you see a lot of teenagers get chopped up that you don't care about because that's right. the, that's the movie. That's this right. is trying to be a smart movie. Right, and, and it's, yeah, if you're going to be a smart movie. You you need to make me care more about the characters if you're going to use that kind of horror. Yeah, I, I think the cinematography was great. I think like the the soundtrack was great. I think the imagery was really startling. Like there were some really yeah. great shots in this film. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the writer didn't do what he should have done with the story. He didn't. It, there wasn't a good co- cohesion to the whole story. Like it just didn't feel complete. Right. Um, and and that's unfortunately, no matter how good the director is, no matter how good the cinematographer is, if the script is shit. You've got a shit film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that critics gave it. You know, maybe and and a lot of critics look at films for those characteristics, right? The cinematography, the, the how it's lit, you know, the whole scene. Yeah, the metaphors yeah. for grief and and uh, you know. Right, and you know what? Some of that stuff, some of those metaphors for the stages of grief that they were going through, it was uh, right. As a smart person, you're gonna look at it and go, "All right, I kind of get this." But mm-hmm. typical viewers not gonna watch this and go, "Yeah, I get it. It's about grief. It's about uh, <laughs> you know, it's you know, you're not gonna get that." Right, right. You're looking to be entertained. You're looking to be scared. You're looking to feel bad. You're looking to feel sad. You're looking to feel, you know, something. And and this movie just didn't deliver on that. So I guess uh, overall we're going to give it, what, three stars? Three. Yeah, three stars. We'll call three. Okay, so there you go. American Nightmare Podcast, The Dark and the Wicked, three stars. I'm not going to say don't watch it. Because, yeah. uh, you know, you may, you know, a viewer, you may go out there and watch it and go, oh, I love this. You know, you, you get the whole grief thing. It makes more sense to you. The imagery was more startling to you. Whatever. That's fine. You're not an atheist. Yeah. You're not atheist like myself. So to me, it's just like, come on. God's, God's punishing them because they're shitty people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> then explain how, why he punishes everyone else, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So. Awesome. Is there anything I, think else? Right, uh, I think we're at an hour, huh? Yeah, yeah, we are. Look at that. All right. So, um, uh, the, yeah, this week we pushed it a little late, you know, because I was sick last week. We would have recorded last week. Uh, for next month, uh, well, let me just wrap. Let me wrap up this episode real quick, and just say to our viewers, thank you again for listening to our podcast. Our viewership is up. We got about fifty more subscribers since last oh, month, nice. which is nice. really nice. So that means you guys are talking to each other about this. Continue to tell your friends, continue to spread the word, and thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate uh, you listening to our podcast, because typically we're just here yapping to each other, talking about how much we love horror films and all the great stuff going on with horror films. But now that we got some people listening in, it's making it that much more exciting for us. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Nice to share. 
Uh, and as always, if you have suggestions, which guess what? We're running out of top five list, people. <laughs> Start giving us some lists, man. We're going to run out fast. Uh, yeah, if you got suggestions for future podcasts, top five lists, general feedback, telling us that we suck, telling us that we're great, I don't care. Send us some emails. Feedback. Movies we should should watch and review. Absolutely, I'm there. I'm sure there's a whole plethora. You know, the horror genre, the horror genre has so many subgenres, so many films out there, so many decades worth of horror movies. I'm sure we haven't watched them all, and we talk about the same ones all the time. So give us something else to to watch. Tell us something that we haven't talked about that you think would be great for us to watch, maybe even review. Send us an email at feedback at the-american-nightmare.com or you could visit us on Facebook, The American Nightmare, and drop us a note there. Uh, but we're, we want to hear from you. Give us some suggestions and uh, we will uh, put out another episode next month. Until then, thanks for listening. All right, happy Halloween. Yes, sir.